What's up, gang? How you guys doing? It is Lieutenant Sal Blue, 28-year law enforcement veteran and the author of the Top 25 Mistakes in Route to the Good Life. Coming at you today, right? That's me in the back, man. Check me out. Coming at you today with my daily podcast. And uh, it is an awesome day. It is it's raining all day. 80% chance of showers here. But at least we did not get snow, right? So we didn't get snow. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with the fact that we didn't get snow. Um, you guys on YouTube, you'll see me. I'll get up occasionally because right now during the daytime, Shelby likes to go in and out a lot. And so because she likes to go in and out a lot, I have to move around, open doors and stuff because uh, she doesn't yet have hands, so she can't open doors herself. Actually, I didn't even open the door. Somebody opened the door over there on YouTube. So anyway, she'll go back and forth, guys. And um. But I won't stop. I won't stop talking. Um, on uh, on the uh, podcast on Spotify, you guys are still hear me talking about what's going on. So let's get back into today's podcast, man. Jeez. Now in today's podcast, what I want to talk to you guys about is the sentence of the day, and um, you will realize in life. You will realize in life um, that. And I strongly believe this is that vibrations, right? If you're in a positive vibration, things that seem like they're always going in your favor, things seem like they're always working out, things seem like they're always going in the right direction, right? Then you have someone that comes along and they put you in a negative vibration, right? You allow it to affect, affect you in some shape, form, or fashion. And then when that happens, it seems like everything in your life is going in a negative direction. And it's due to that negative vibration that you allow to uh, cross your path, to come to your life, to affect you in some shape, form, or fashion. Now, um, most people go through life and they allow this to happen in and out of their lives all the time. And they never truly pay a lot of attention to it. I'm trying to get you to do different. I'm trying to get you guys to pay attention to the negative vibrations that people bring to your life so that you can manage them the best way possible so that you can have a much more positive, strong vibration and good things happen to you in your life. So in saying that, guys, the question of the day is this. Are you allowing someone else's misery, right, to rob you of your happiness and good fortune? Are you allowing it to happen? Because if you're not paying attention to it intensely, right? If you're not intensely paying attention to it on a daily basis with all your interactions, it's going to happen to you, man. It's going to happen to you. It's going to catch you off guard. Now, um, I make it a point, right? I work very hard at keeping my emotional state at this highest level, right? And in keeping it at the, its highest level, um... I have to truly pay attention to people that are in my life, people that are around me. Now, my reason that I keep my emotional uh, state at a high level is because for the longest time, for the longest time, everyone around me felt okay with being miserable, right? Being miserable, and they accepted it as part part of life, right? They accepted it as a part of law enforcement, a part of dealing with the criminal element, part of being around crime all the time. And so they accepted that misery as a part of life. 
And as a matter of fact, they accepted it so much, they just began to make jokes about the sarcasm, sarcasm of the misery that we all felt together. So because we were all together, it seemed like it was okay. It seemed like it was normal. And, and I want you guys to know that that is not normal. It is not normal. So I eventually had to remove myself uh, from that situation as well as those individuals for my own health and well-being. I just had to do it, man. I had to do it because uh, uh, they were literally bringing me down to a level of, man, it was very, very hard to function in what I would like to call now the real world, right? Um, When you're around a group of people and you guys are in that circle, man, sometimes you echo chamber each other to the point of where um, reality doesn't exist exists for you guys and you're living in a little bubble of a of your own makeup so and we made this world up this world of misery that we were surviving in we felt that we needed to be that way in order to make the most out of our career in order to be able to stay in the zone right to stay ready at all times so that's what we are we try not to be too happy now i may not have um, any physical proof, guys. I may not have any physical proof, uh, but I have watched far too many people die from someone else's misery. Literally die, right? Being around somebody for so long that they allowed the person to bring them down to the point of where they just died from exhaustion, right? They couldn't handle it no more. They couldn't hang on anymore. And they began with bad habits and bad things they did that eventually brought them down to the point of where they just couldn't live anymore and they would die. And so um, I want you guys to understand that this can happen. This can happen, man. Now, that is that is only um, some of the people, right? That is only uh, when I see someone very bad um, in a very bad emotional state, right? When I see people in a very bad and emotional state, um, I treat them as if they're, uh, they have an infection or a disease, right? Now, don't get it confused, guys. Don't get this confused. Now, um, when I say that when I see somebody in a bad emotional state, I treat them as if they have an infection or a disease. What I'm trying to tell you guys is this, right? I'm not saying when I see someone sad, I avoid them. I'm talking about people who have, who are habitually, right, always causing problems in their own lives, right, in their own life. But we're going to get more into that in a little bit as I talk more about it, guys. Now, when I was younger, I would, uh, I would have a lot of my time and my energy um, into trying to help someone not be miserable, right? I thought that that's what I needed to do. I was trying to stop people from being miserable. But what I found was not only um, does misery enjoy company, right? As you guys have probably heard that before, misery enjoys company. Not only does misery enjoy company, but it also, okay, it also enjoys bringing the captain down with the ship, okay? So not only does it enjoy the company of having you um, be miserable along with it, it wants to bring you down as well. 
right? So at first it may accept all of your things to help it to be uplifting, but eventually it wants you to be in the same state that it is in. So um, misery loves to bring cap- bring the captain down on the ship. Now, guys, that is why, right? And I'm telling you this for a reason. That is why in your journey throughout life, you have to be extremely careful of who you allow on board your ship, right? Your ship of life, where you're going and what you're doing with your life. You have to be extremely careful of that, man. So now the truth is, guys, here you go. Um, It is uh, the unfortunate, right? The unfortunate sometimes bring misfortune upon themselves, right? So the people who are unfortunate, a lot of times that misfortune that happens in their lives is of their own creation. They've created that unfortunate stigmatism, that unfortunate event, those unfortunate things, and it was based on the decisions and things that they did in their life. So um, this is what um, happens to them, right? So they brought this unfortunate incident upon their lives. And if you continually spend time around them, that same unfortunate outlook, okay, they will bring it on you. So people who have unfortunate lives and perpetually create this situation in their own lives, eventually they bring you in and into the loop and, and then your likenesses uh, become one and you become the also unfortunate individual and bad things start to happen in your life, man. And it's just the magnetism of the constant events and energy that they put out, the vibration, as I like to talk about. Now, I want you to understand, guys, I never, nor should you, right, um, have a problem with helping the less fortunate, right? Don't I don't have a problem with helping the less fortunate. I don't want you to have a problem with helping the less fortunate. But remember this, throughout the process, I need you to protect your emotional state at all costs. So if it's a family member, it's a loved one, it's somebody you care for, right? You can help them, right, with um, empathy, right? A lot of times I say be careful with the sympathy because when you do the sympathy, what happens is you get drawn into the emotion as well and you begin to live it with them. And when you begin to live um, with someone else's emotions, right, um, what happens in your life is you start to um, manufacture problems and things so that you can relate to them. So you got to be careful of that, right? It's very, very important that you be careful of that. Now, because of this, I found it best to associate with happy and fortunate people as my circle of influence. So um, the reason why I say this and everybody's like, oh, man, why do you do that? I mean, to think about it. Why wouldn't you want to associate with happy people? Why wouldn't you want to associate with fortunate people, right? Um when people are happy and they have high energy, um, people are attracted to them and people move toward them because of that happiness and that energy, right? So understand that, right? When you are miserable, just the opposite usually happens in your life. So understand that as well, right? Um, so miserable people 
start to be drawn to you. Like like attracts like. So I want you guys to understand that whole philosophy. Uh, and that is why I try to make it a point of being around happy and fortunate people. Because I want a happy life and I want to be fortunate and I want good things to happen to me and the people that are around me. So understand that. Now, in saying that, guys, I just want to tell you guys just a quick story of something that happened in my life. Um, there was a recruit, right? There was a recruit. I'm closing the door. There was a recruit at the academy that I had the opportunity to train, right? And um, that recruit was absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing in everything that he did. He was absolutely amazing in everything that he did, right? And um, and I want to say that not only was he amazing, I think he was absolutely extraordinary. He was extraordinary in his marksmanship and shooting, right? He was extraordinary in his academics. He was top of the class, right? All A's. Um, he was also um, in excellent physical condition, and, and dominated in, in defensive tactics, right? And I wasn't just the only um, drill sergeant instructor that saw this guy as going to be a, an extremely powerful force within his department, right? It was more than that, right? What, what we saw in this guy was true leadership because he was leading by example. So everybody that was around him, okay, was lifted up. The entire class was lifted up through how he acted each and every day. We call it the esprit de corps. Um, um, how he acted each and every day rose up the level of competitiveness in the class and everybody he was around. That is how great of a recruit he was. So now, as I talk about this, I want you guys to know that even though you know, you expect people to be a certain way when they go into the job. Um, it doesn't always work out that way, right? And because it doesn't always work out that way, um, you just, you never know, right? So you could just only expect, right? I expect great things to happen for this guy. I expect him to do great things. Shelby's going to bark in a minute to get inside because they locked us out. But I'm expect for them to do great things. And, and you expect, but you also hope especially when somebody does so good in the academy. Now, I want you guys to know this was all in a controlled environment, right? The academy is an extremely controlled environment when it comes to law enforcement. Um, when, he's, when he went to the job after graduating from the academy, he took off like a star. He took off like a star, and one of his greatest attributes was listening, right? Listening, taking instruction very well, and learning very fast. His learning curve was immaculate. So unlike many people who take some time to get uh, into the flow, he was right in the flow. He was an officer who even after he left the academy and started on the job, you felt that he was going to have a very great career. Now, um, as I said, this is on the job, control environment, and in the academy, he was great um, on the job. But our world, right, outside of work is a very uncontrolled environment if you do not pay attention to that, right? So a lot of times what we do is in a controlled environment, we are the aces 
in our job, right? We are aces in our job. And then when we get off of work, we like to take our hand off the wheel, right? And when you take your hand off the wheel, what happened? Somebody wants to take control, right? Somebody wants to take control. And a lot of times it happens in relationships, guys. It happens in relationships. In the world of relationships, right? Um, they can change your life forever. And this guy was no different. So as I guess I, I, I was hoping that many people um, would listen to the fact that one of the most important things in your career is also the person who you decide to spend your most time with as far as your mate is concerned, right? Your, your intimate relationships, because your intimate relationships are the people who are your sounding board for a lot of things that go on, especially in the world of law enforcement. But sometimes what happens in the world of law enforcement is you begin, right, to, uh, relax that rigidness for people who are just the opposite, right? And so this officer uh, who was a shooting star fell for a gorgeous female, a gorgeous female who was all of the opposite things that he was, right? She was wild. She always got in trouble. But more importantly, more importantly, she was always a victim, she was always a victim. Her life was full of chaos, okay, full of controversy, okay, um, full of her flirtatious ways, and she drew him in like a tornado sucks you into the eye, and she sucked him in, and and basically because of her behavior, him always trying to save her, um, it literally, it literally um, ruined his entire career. And so a lot of times, guys, I want you to understand this. And, um, and I had to learn this as well. A lot of times it's not the controlled environment at work that is going to make you lose your job or get you in all type of trouble, man. It is your personal life when you take your hand off the wheel. And, and so I tell people all the time, you can be relaxed, but you should never take your hand off the wheel, especially when it comes to relationships, right? You should always, always strive to be the best, right? When it comes to relationships, but at the same time, you have to pay close attention, okay, to people who, whose lives always bring with it tons of pain, tons of chaos, tons of disruptiveness because in the beginning they will make you feel like they're a victim help me woe is me if you came along and changed my life everything will be okay right if you came along okay and 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 injected all of that great stuff that you have going on in your life my life would turn around if you came along and helped me with my finances my finances would be great, man. And so that is what we get caught up in. So a shooting star like this guy here, um, he's going to attract, obviously, some of the most beautiful women, right? Um, some of the most intelligent women. But at the same time, right, a woman whose life is going through whatever it's going through, chaos, nonsense, um, self uh self-fulfilling prophecies uh, of her recklessness, um, 
she's also smart enough to grab a shooting star like that. And that's what happened to this guy, guys. And, um, and so with all of the baggage that she came with, right, um, that matched her good looks, um, her problems, her misfortunes, um, they were all brought to the surface. They were all brought to the surface due to um, the fact that when you start to allow people like this into your life, what happens is all of their misfortunes, all of their baggage and everything that they have begins to change you, right? It begins, it starts to bring misfortune to your life. So first thing happened, he had an incident at work, right? Well, first thing happened, he had an incident at home, right? So his incident at home affected his work life, okay? Once his incidents at home and situations of him constantly trying to bail her out of of problems that she got herself in, okay, eventually it got to the point of where his emotional state coming to work wasn't 100%. So with his emotional state not being 100% at work, he began to make errors. He began to make mistakes. He began to have short tempers and bad attitudes and not listen as well, right? And so her misfortunes eventually became his misfortunes and his misfortunes eventually led to a shooting star losing his job. Shooting star losing his job based on a whole domestic situation everything that was going on. And once again, she cried out, I am the victim and he is the problem. And so, um, a lot of people believed her and a lot of people didn't believe him, even though he had a stellar career up until that point. And so his life changed and his life changed because, um, he, what he allowed was, he allowed was someone into his circle, okay, who wasn't of equal yoke, as I, as they say in, uh, in the Bible, right? There wasn't of equal yoke. They were of two separate worlds. He was disciplined, right? He was disciplined and he was listening and he was eager and he had tons of good fortune um, in his favor with the people he was hanging around. She was just the opposite. She was just the opposite, and the only thing she had going for her during that time was the fact that um, she had a great personality, okay? She was extremely beautiful, okay? And she was extremely kind, right? So she had a kind heart, but she just did a lot of things that brought bad fortune to her life. So that can happen, guys, and you have to understand that when you're out there running around trying to be Superman, trying to be a hero and save everybody from... uh, Destruction. So understand that, man. Now, um, that's just one of the stories that I want to tell you guys about because I felt that that was important and I felt that relationship issues, excuse me, I felt like relationship issues are one of the issues that um, cause most problems in people's lives because um, you see, you tend to be able to narrow down and get your career right, right? You tend to narrow down and get your health right, or maybe even your finances right, because those are numbers and those are statistics. But a lot of times, with relationships, right, it is a it's a two way street. So you can't make somebody good for you in a relationship. You can't do it, and we try to do it far too often. Most of the time, 
in relationships, guys, you, you have to find someone who's happy and of good fortune. You can't take someone who is miserable and has a bad life and who is unhappy and make them into a happy person. You will always be spinning your wheels. You will always be working to make them happy because every time you build something up, their habits will tear it back down. So you're constantly building up and them tearing down and then you build back up and then they tear back down. And this ongoing process eventually wears you down Okay, to where you just give in. And when you give in, guys, when you give in, that is when the bad things begin to happen in your life. That is when um, all the misfortunes begin to overcome, okay, all the good things that used to happen in your life. So you have to be extremely careful when you are evaluating your friendships and your romantic interests, man. You got to be extremely careful because those things will knock you, they will knock you down, right? So, I was one thing I want you guys to understand, right? Um, people who are incurably, ha- incurably, incurably unhappy and unstable, right? And I've been with a couple, right? Um, have a strong infecting power about themselves, right? They are powerful human beings. And it is because their characters and emotions are so intense, right? Their characters and emotions are so powerful and intense that even though they are unhappy and unstable, they draw a lot of people to them, okay? They draw a lot of people to them like like bees to honey, right? Is that the same? Like bees to honey. They, they draw a lot of people to them and... And it's just because it's so intense. People love to be around intense people with emotion. Whether that emotion is highly negative or whether that emotion is highly positive, people are drawn to them. So you have to pay attention to that when you are evaluating people who you're going to get involved with in your life. Pay close attention to it. Now, I want you guys to know, the one thing I learned from uh, my experience was that um, these type of people... They present themselves as victims, right? They present themselves as victims uh, and they make it very, very difficult to uh, see their misery, see that their misery is self-inflicted, right? So when you're dealing with somebody, you feel like you're helping them out and they portray themselves as a victim, it is very, very hard for you, okay? It is very, very hard for you to see that, that their hardships and their heartaches have been self-inflicted by them. They've done it themselves, but they've become so good at hiding that because they constantly want to bring someone else into the loop to take responsibility for the things that have happened to them. So guys, you have to pay close attention to this, man. You have to pay close attention to this. And, and this is critical, right? This mistake is critical. You cannot be making this mistake if you're going to live a happy life. You can't. This mistake will take you from the top, right? From the top, a shooting star, and shoot you all the way down to the bottom and out the side, right? Out the toilet bowl, whatever. Man, you're done, man. You're through. So, um, listen, uh, hopefully you guys got uh, what I was trying to point I was trying to make with this, which was that, hey, listen, you cannot be allowing people, okay, to... uh, Take your happiness, take your joy. And and if you uh, are trying to save somebody, 
be careful because you might end up having to save yourself in the long run. So um, that's it for today, guys. I want you guys to make sure you check out my um, book, Top 25 Mistakes and Route to the Good Life. It is on uh, my website, LieutenantSoundBlue.com. Hop on over there and check it out. Tons of educational goodness in here, right? And it's a really, really some good feel-good stories in here that will really, really uh, change your life. Um, also, make sure you guys hop on over and check me out at all of the social medias at LieutenantSoundBlue.com. Shoot me an email, shoot me a DM, and tell me what um, what you'd like me to talk about tomorrow, right? What you'd like me to talk about tomorrow on tomorrow's podcast. So this is Lieutenant Sound Blue. I'm wrapping it up for today, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. I got to get Shelby inside. All right? I'll talk to you later. Have a great night, man. Deuces. Deuces.